is Annie Gibbons, and we are with Donuts and Pie Fitness. I'm here with Gretchen Zellick, and today we're speaking with a friend of ours, Christine Casper. She's an author, an award-winning lecturer. She's a respected executive uh, coach and keynote speaker, and she is certified in emotional intelligence. She actually has been certified for over 25 years, back when there were less than 100 people in the entire world certified in emotional intelligence. Uh, she coaches uh, privately, she coaches uh, large organizations, and she has even engaged with Warren Buffett. So we are so happy to have you here today, Christine. Thank you, thanks for having me. Um, so, Christine, there's so many things and so many tools that people know about and don't know about. And I think emotional intelligence is not one that a lot of people in my, in my um, like, I'm just looking at it. I don't think a lot of, I don't hear a lot of people talking about emotional intelligence. And I think the more things people have in a toolbox to cope with things, especially in this day and age, the better off they're going to be. And I think that you, even just a light bulb or two goes off while you describe this, it's just a big accomplishment to let other people know what emotional intelligence is. So if you can give us a little synopsis of what we're, we're even talking about here today. Well, let me give you the formal definition and then I'll simplify it. The formal definition of emotional intelligence is your ability to sense, understand, manage, and apply the power and information of your emotions as your greatest source of energy, commitment, and connection to others. Your emotional intelligence is so much more important than your IQ, your technical expertise, or your education. Your IQ, your technical expertise, and your education may get you to a certain position, but to sustain that, we need emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence can be raised. Now, the simple definition of emotional intelligence is your ability to make good decisions in the moment. It's the ability to access a sonar system that's available to all of us. Wow. wow. <laughs> so, Christine, you said it can be raised, and I'm sure it's not something easily that you can do, but what, how can someone improve their emotional intelligence? Okay. It's a little bit easier than you may think to move it up a tad and then another tad. So today, uh, your viewers, as they hear the six components of emotional intelligence and delve into them a little bit, will be able to raise their EQ. And that's the great news is you can raise your EQ. It's more difficult to raise your IQ. So the six components are self-awareness, self-management, self-motivation, interpersonal skills, personal leadership, and number six is flow. So let me go back, define each one, and tell you how to have more of each one of those. Great. So the first one that we begin with is self-awareness. It all starts intrapersonally. And self-awareness is understanding your emotions and what they mean. How do we do that? Well, we do that first of all by pausing, listening to ourselves. And I think the two of you will like this one. It's listening to our body and the signals that our body is giving to us. 
So for example, if I have, I know if I have a tightness in my neck, I'm very anxious about something. So my body is giving me a signal, tightness. There's an emotion behind that. And I name the emotion. It's very important to name the emotion because if we name something, we can deal with it. Now, when I get attention up here, that's more of concern or worry. The emotion is worry. And now I've named it. Again, something named, you can deal with more effectively. Feel those feelings through. And of course, along with the pausing, the silence to listen to ourselves, if we can journal. Because again, if it's tangible on paper, then we can deal with it. And the goal of self-awareness is to recognize, respect, and respond well to ourselves. So we can recognize, respect, and respond well to others. So self-awareness is the big one. Once we have that self-awareness, then we want to move into self-management. Now, a lot of people think emotional intelligence is about being nice and about managing those emotions. Emotions cannot be managed. Our reactions to our emotions can be managed. Emotions are information, and we do not want to lose that information. Can you imagine if we never felt anger? Oh my goodness, if we tried to suppress that, all the injustices that we may perceive from our perspective, we would let go by. Our emotions are information. Our responses to them are what we are talking about here. So how do you manage your responses to your emotions? It's by, number one, knowing what your values are. Less than 15% of individuals in the United States have written down what the top three values in their life are. If we aren't clear about what our values are, how do we make good decisions according to those? Secondly, besides writing down those values, monitoring your self-talk. Our subconscious minds are three times more powerful than our conscious minds. Three times more powerful. So if you say to yourself, what a jerk, what an idiot, I can't believe I did that. Your subconscious mind, three times more powerful, cannot judge. It takes those words literally and says, idiot, jerk, and works to reinforce that. We know with children how important it is, the words that we say to them, to help them focus on what they want, help us focus on what we want, not what was wrong. So know your values, self-talk, and a lot of people think, okay, for the next week, I'm going to, that's too big. For the next 24 hours, I'm going to, that's too big. Maybe focus on five, five minutes at a time, making good choices aligned with our values. And we can, as human beings, know we have the ability to make choices. You doing okay with me? Incredible, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, when I listen to you, I, I not only think of um, how much I need to focus on what you're talking about and how it really hits home, but I think of all these other people that can benefit, you know? You're just like, oh, I wanna share that with that person or this person. It's great. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay, so we did self-awareness, self-management. Now, self-motivation is the third intrapersonal component of the six components. 
So emotional intelligence is not just about managing our responses to our emotions. It's about being able to generate emotions when we need them. And particularly during the, this time, it's, it's a tough time for many. And they're trying to figure out how can I be more resilient? Well, the number one way is to have clear purpose. When we have purpose, we have peace, passion, power, perspective, and we can access and use our potential to perform. Do not have purpose and we get demotivated so quickly. Hence, self-motivation, it's writing out, and note I've said write out a couple of times now because it does something here. Write out what your goals are. Now, Gretchen, you said I had an opportunity to work several times with Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett shared something with me about motivation. And this is almost verbatim about what he said. He said, quote, every morning when I get up, I have an opportunity to paint my own painting. Nobody tells me if it has to be a landscape or a portrait. Nobody tells me to use watercolors or acrylics. I get to paint my own painting. And Christine, you, all of us, we have choices. We can wake up each morning and choose what painting we want to paint. Self-motivation. There's an equation that we use in emotional intelligence. It's I times V equals R. It's imagination times vividness equals reality. In the old days, when we were able to go to movies, we would go to a scary movie and get scared. And all it was was a, that screen. But the directors, producers, and actors made it so vivid that while we were there, our imagination took over and it became reality. We can almost do the same thing by painting our own painting and writing down what our goals are. So that was self-awareness, self-management, self-motivation. Now let's move into the interpersonal. And the interpersonal is recognizing, respecting, and responding appropriately to the emotions of others. And the very best way to do that is to listen. Dr. Elton Mayo of the Mayo Clinic said the following, one person who is truly understanding, who takes the time to listen to us as we share our concerns, can change our entire perspective on the world. People will not necessarily remember what you say. People will not necessarily remember what you do, but they never, never, never forget how you made them feel, never. It gets imprinted in the limbic system. It's part of the brain. It's the emotional brain and it never goes away. Listen to others. The fifth component is leadership, personal leadership. It's creating and communicating vision and passion to inspire others. It's encouraging voice. Uh, we talked, Gretchen and I talked earlier about there are so many cultures of silence out there where people feel it's futile to speak, futile, or they are afraid to speak. How do we, 
how do we create cultures of voice within our family, within our peer group, within our organizations? We listen to people. There's a book out there called Good to Great, and in the book by Jim Collins, he says the way that leaders of the 10 best companies that were researched, they exert their leadership by doing two things. Number one, they have a humbleness and a respect for others, coupled with an unwavering commitment to achieve strategic objectives or goals. It all ties together. Communicate, communicate, listen, listen. And then the last, we're getting there, is flow. It's knowing what your destiny is and moving towards it. Now this is, is a little bit scary here, but we suggest to people that they write their epitaph in one sentence. Because again, we want to know what our purpose is. And then we have four questions that allow you to find your purpose. Question number one, what am I good at? Question number two, what do I have a passion for? Number three, what do individuals need now? My family members, others need now and will want in the future. And number four, what gives me a return? Intrinsic or extrinsic? Three of those are from Jim Collins' book. But if you can get a uniform response to those four questions, you never have to buy a lottery ticket. You'll wake up with your energy each morning. What am I good at? What do I have a passion for? What gives me a return intrinsically and extrinsically? And what do people need now and will want in the future? So it was a long response to your question. Let me give you the brief summary, Gretchen. Self-awareness allows us to be authentic. Self-management allows us to be intentional. Self-motivation, we commit. Interpersonal skills, we have meaningful relationships. Leadership, we inspire those around us. And flow, we truly live. That's incredible. I mean, it, it makes so much sense. I just, I can't wait to watch this again to take some more No, I, I really. know. This is, it, it's presented like, also in a way that for me, if there's too much information, I just start to shut down. And that wasn't too much information. I really appreciate that it was broken down like that so I could actually wrap my head around, my emotional head <laughs> around each piece that you were saying. So that was great. I really, that's a lot, but that I, I've actually taken in. I, I can't Doesn't it make it. sense? It was so clear and concise. Yeah. I, that's part of emotional intelligence, obviously. That, yeah, you're good at that. Yeah. <laughs> a couple books. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Gretchen, uh, did you have some information about how we can share, Christine? I think you're going to ask her first about um, aging enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. So, we ask everybody and um, everybody this question. I can't wait to hear your answer. Um, what would you suggest for people um, so that they can continue on the road or start the road of aging enthusiastically? Four G's. And this is a brief response. The four G's are wake up with gratitude. And throughout the day, there are moments to be grateful for it. With all that's going on, there are still some things we can find to be grateful for. The second G is what I talked about so much 
in the six components of emotional intelligence is to have goals. Gratitude, goals. Third, give. Give to others. That's what fulfills us. And we all have something that we can share. We can notice what's going on with other people and give a gift to them, which is a gift to ourselves. And the fourth G is to grow, continuously learning. The name of my company is Communication, Motivation, and Management. Heavy, heavy ongoing research in motivation. And we know for people to have motivation, they have to have goals and they have to be growing, learning. So gratitude, goals, give and grow. That's great. That's great. Another G. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Great. And Christine, do you have a a poem you want to share with us? I do. Before I share the poem, I want to share one more thing. It's a little story. I was out in Arkansas many years ago, and it was for a, a wedding, and we were invited to the dress rehearsal dinner. And the minister there shared a story. He said, there was a monk in a village in Italy in a closed monastery. One day, a little girl from the village knocked on the door of the monastery and the monk opened the door and the little girl said, are you the one? And she said, pardon me? And she said, are you the one? We were told that there is someone up here who is kind, compassionate, and will listen to us. Are you that one? And he said, no, and closed the door. Then he started going around the monastery, thinking about it. Are we kind? Are we compassionate? Do we care about others? So this was a moving story. Now I'm in Arkansas. I'm in Bentonville, Arkansas. The next day I went to Walmart and on the line at Walmart, the person ahead of me went through, I came through and the cashier looked at me and said this, Gretchen and Annie. She said to me, are you the one? And I went, what? (laughs) And she said, are you the one? And I said, what do you mean? And she said, we were told somebody was coming through who would be checking out our customer service. And I said, no, I'm not the one. (laughs) But to have that within 24 hours. So before I share the poem, my message to all of us is, are you the one? Are you the one who has compassion? Are you the one with self-awareness, self-management, self-motivation, who values relationships, who inspires others, and who truly lives? And the poem, if I could do it again, if I could do it again, I would determine what makes me unique and express it. I would envision my destiny and commit to create it. I would enthusiastically follow my head and my heart. And I would take both of you along with me to dance on the journey. Thank you. Oh, Christine. Christine, thank you so much. This has really, truly been one of the most enlightening and special interviews we've had. Don't you think, Annie? I just, I absolutely do. It, you know, it's as we get deeper into these and we get people um, like Christine, it's just becomes 
like we're on the right path and where there's a reason we're doing this. And every time we do an interview, it just reinforces that this is a necessary thing to get out and share with people because it's about gratitude and kindness and it just can help everybody get through trying to figure out what the heck is going on, on today. And I just thank you so much because boy, <laughs> it was so, so thank you very much. It's oh, great to have this time with both of you. So to learn more about Christine, and emotional intelligence. Her website is cm-minc.com. She has some top selling books uh, from now on with passion, which will um, further illustrate and illuminate you about um, emotional intelligence. And then Breaking Corporate Science, Silence, which is a crucial book right now to read. Um, they're both available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And Christine, thank you again. I just appreciate it so much. Thank you. And, and thank you for everybody for listening. And don't forget to subscribe, uh, follow, comment, share on donutsandpiefitness.com. We want to know how you're aging enthusiastically. And we want you to share all this information with all the people you love in the world. Because, man, what a world, huh? <laughs> we all know this. Thank you so much. This episode was brought to you by Gretchen Zellick and Annie Gibbons. If you'd like to find out more, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Donuts of Pie Fitness and on our YouTube page where you can find more interviews like the one you just heard. Both of those links are available in the description. Don't forget to check out our website at DonutsandPieFitness.com. You can find a purchase link to Christine Casper's book, From Now On With Passion, as well as links to our website and social media in the description below.